Hello and welcome to the millions of listeners worldwide tuning in. I am Cooper Williams. I am an expert on precisely nothing, but I do have an MBA, or half of one, I guess, and that means I think I'm an expert on everything. Today, we're going to be talking about face masks. And no, I am not talking about your favorite K-Beauty product. I am talking about something potentially even more important to retaining that healthy glow. We're going to be looking at why it is that face masks are still so confusing for so many. You know, I saw guidelines that said you shouldn't wear them, yet they're really common in East Asia. And every time you go into a hospital, you see the healthcare workers wearing them. So we got curious about the difference between the face mask and what their actual impact was. But first, wait, what? This is a segment where my producer Mimi has selected some headlines from recent news, and then I offer my reaction, and then we all go back deep into therapy. OJ Simpson is convinced that Carol Baskin killed her husband. I honestly, and I say this knowing that I'm probably going to get canceled, I almost admire OJ Simpson. I mean, I don't because he murdered his wife, but the dude just gives no fucks. Like, he's golfing, he's watching the Tiger King and commenting on it. Like, he knows exactly what he's doing. He's just trolling us all. Also, Carol Baskin 100% killed her first husband. Sardine oil? That was very specific. Stephen A. Cohen is raising a new fund. Stephen Cohen, who paid $2 billion for insider trading charges related to, what was it? I think it was SAC, right? Was that his fund? And now he's raising a new fund. I feel like, I swear to God, at this point, like these old white guys, they have to have some sort of like a convention. It's like semi-annual, perhaps quarterly, depending on how business is going, where they just sort of compare and share what they've been able to get away with in the past, like, six months or whatever. Like, Steve Cohen is there, like, yeah, man, I paid $2 billion, and now I have a new fund. Dick Cheney is like, yeah, dude, I'm still on the hunting range. Adam Newman is like, I'm still allowed to go outside and have an apartment. I mean, I feel like at this point, it's just competitive, almost, with each other, like, to see what they can get away with. That is honestly the only explanation. Masks from China arrive in Boston via the Patriots' chartered jet. Didn't the owner of the Patriots get in trouble with, like, prostitutes? You don't know what's been on that jet. I'm not putting that on my face. Good lord. What's that guy's name again? I don't know. I don't know anything about sports. Who owns them? LeBron James? I forget. I know they did something nasty on that jet, though, so I'm not putting those things on my mouth. Mark Cuban won't say whether or not he will run for president, but notes, the door is wide open. Who the fuck asked Mark Cuban? I'm sorry, but also, one of the great mysteries of life to me is who the fuck is Mark Cuban? As far as I can tell, he just sort of appeared one day with a basketball team and a TV show. Like I And I've Googled this before, and I don't understand how this man, I don't know who he is, I don't know why he's rich, I don't know why I'm supposed to listen to him. He's like the Kim Kardashian of billionaires to me. And apparently, just like Kim Kardashian, he has the ear of Donald Trump. I just, I don't know who this man is, and I'm not sure, I think that that's just a mystery that will never be solved. And now we're going to move into our topic for this episode, which is face masks. Also, as a side note, 
I'm sorry, but is anybody else finding this quarantine is actually making their skin look wonderful? I swear, I just sit inside all day. I drink water. I do face masks. When I'm finally out of quarantine, look out world. Like, you know, maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's quarantine. And yes, I'm totally fine. My mental health is great. I don't know why you're asking. Um, But on to the actual topic, which are face masks for medical use. With the outbreak of coronavirus, a lot of people were starting to wonder, should we be wearing face masks? You know, when you go into a hospital or you see medical dramas, you see a lot of people wearing them. Out in the world, you know, you see people like doctors, nurses, and K-pop fuckboys. They're all wearing face masks. And so it got me wondering, should I be wearing a face mask? Now, after a lot of the initial guidance around face masks said that you don't need to wear them and you shouldn't need to wear them, there was a rising tide of op-eds from medical professionals and epidemiologists actually saying that we should be wearing them. So today we're going to talk about a few things. First of all, we're going to talk about what exactly is it that a face mask does. Then we're going to talk about the different types of face masks, like a surgical face mask versus an N95 and even an N99 face mask. Then we're going to talk about the arguments for and against them, and then we're going to talk about why don't we have any of them, and why, in a time of crisis, are we turning to somebody like designer Christian Siriano to manufacture more? So what do face masks actually do, and how important are they? That's been hotly debated. I've seen people on social media sharing graphs that show the curve showing the rate of infection for coronavirus in the United States versus countries where they do wear masks. And in countries where they do wear masks, the curve is actually much flatter, and a very important reminder that correlation equals causation. But there could be some merit to those claims, actually, because the primary role of a medical face mask is actually more about preventing you, if you are a carrier of a disease, from giving it to others. That's because the masks can block the sort of liquid droplets that can come out of our mouths if we're coughing, if we're sneezing, or if we spit while we talk. So for example, a Broadway actor, if they had coronavirus, they would be given Rona to the entire front row of the stage unless they had a face mask. So those are the surgical masks that we most commonly see. The generally light blue ones that you would see when you go to the doctor or you see somebody performing surgery on Grey's Anatomy, which is still on the air. How, I don't understand, but God bless Meredith Grey, you get that check. Some of the confusion around whether or not these masks are effective for general use in these studies actually ties back to poor compliance. Because yes, apparently your average person finds it difficult to just put two things behind their ear and then not touch it. For example, in the Oxford Journal of Infectious Diseases in 2010, a study was published demonstrating face masks and hand washing reduced influenza-like illnesses 35 to 51% against a control group in university students, and that was especially true if they wore them immediately after a classmate got sick. A separate study published by the CDC in 2009 showed that of families with a sick child, people who wore masks with strong adherence had lower rates of transmission. However, most of the people in the study had very bad adherence and they wore the mask less than 50% of the time, so the transmission rate for the overall study was still pretty high, which is one example of some of the issues that some other public health officials have been getting at around the uncertainty. Sometimes they wear them wrong. One study actually showed that wearing surgical masks increases the number of times you touch your face. So in that case, if you are wearing your mask wrong and you're touching your face, then it's obviously not going to work. 
So some public health officials have valid concerns about issuing a guidance without how-to guides, basically because if we're all too stupid to drink hot coffee at McDonald's without getting burned, then how can we really be trusted to put on surgical masks by ourselves? I do get where they're coming from. Never overestimate the American public. One thing on which there does seem to be a higher level of agreement from most public health professionals is that the second type of mask you've probably heard of, which is the N95 respirator, is not necessary for general use. The N95, that 95 refers to the percent of particles and finer droplets that are prevented from getting into your mouth. And that's because these masks are made of slightly different material, and they're also fit much more closely to your face. There's also another type of mask, which I hesitate to share with you, because if you're sitting home wearing a tinfoil hat as you listen to this, you'll think that only this mask is effective. But there is even one called an N99, which has an even higher level of filtration and prevents an even higher number of finite particles and droplets from being inhaled. But the one thing I would say is this. Look, if a surgical mask is good enough for somebody walking around a hospital and dealing with infected patients, it is going to be more than good enough for you going to the grocery store on your first and only outing for the day. Now we're going to move into another segment of this, which is on the supply chain. So why is it that as soon as Miss Rona walked up, all of a sudden for a healthcare worker, a face mask was harder to get than a text back from your ex? So... If you go online, and you will you can find face masks all over on Alibaba.com right now, there are a bunch of sellers, you know, I have friends whose families in Hong Kong sent them over, so why is it so hard for U.S. healthcare workers to get them? It's because there are actually strict guidelines around purchasing procedures and import procedures for medical supplies, and face masks that you can buy online are often not compliant with those. The U.S. actually did have a strategic reserve of these face masks, both surgical masks and N95, but in 2009, the swine flu outbreak actually depleted a lot of those reserves. And that, in addition to things like the California wildfires, meant that we were left with far fewer face masks than usual. And according to officials, there have been virtually no meaningful efforts to replenish the supply since then. And because the president also decided to disband the National Security Task Force, we were basically caught like that one time your parents caught you in your basement that you never want to talk about again. So this shortage has led to some really interesting solutions. If you have been following the news lately, you may have seen some headlines showing that apparel companies and designer brands are now changing their production facilities to be able to manufacture face masks. Because as if life wasn't hard enough for nurses already, now all of a sudden every nurse has to put up with Nurse Karen over there saying, oh, these scrubs? <laughs> yeah, they're Burberry. Oh, the face mask? It's Balenciaga. But yours is fine too. So as I record today on April 2nd, it's looking pretty clear that we can expect guidelines from the White House and the CDC soon that we should be wearing cloth masks in public places. But it raises an interesting question, why weren't we doing this already? Especially in East Asia, it's really common to see people wearing masks, whether even it's it's just because they have a cold or they feel slightly under the weather. It's just a much more sort of culturally normative thing. 
Whereas in the US, if you tell somebody that they should wear a face mask, oftentimes their first response is to call you a communist and beat you to death with a hot dog. If you look at East Asia, they outperform us on virtually every single international education metric, so maybe it's not crazy that we do start to listen to them. Now, does wearing a mask mean that you won't get coronavirus? Absolutely not. And actually, one risk is that if people start wearing masks, they're going to start thinking that, you know, they're really going to be feeling that whole ER fantasy and think that they're taking all necessary precautions. It doesn't mean that. You still need to wash your hands. You still need to stay the fuck inside. You stay more than six feet away from people. And that's really the only way that we'll be able to get through this. But it does seem like we're all going to have to get used to the idea that the masked singer was really ahead of its time. Coronavirus! Coronavirus! Get it free!